What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This Haberman and Middlecoff segment is brought to you by Ease and EaseWellness.com, promo code HAM, and Manscaped.com, promo code HAM, and BoxOfAwesome.com, promo code HAM, and SeatGeek.com, promo code HAM. Now to the segment. I rewatched the clip yesterday. It's just two dudes from the SEC defensive linemen falling on him, you know, and two is not that. It's just in an awkward position. I don't know if you've noticed, but Mississippi State – they're not – this isn't Cal Poly. I mean, Fletcher Cox, a dude that had a torn ACL, I think went 18th in the draft last year. Like, they are producing dudes up front. Like, those guys aren't slouches. Just a freaky deal. You know, because everyone always wants to go, why are they playing him? His ankle's injured. Well, it's not his ankle. He hurt his fucking hip. It wasn't even the same injury. It's like, remember when a couple weeks ago when Mahomes is kind of limping around there on the bad ankle and then they run it on the quarterback sneak – and he dislocates his knee, and everyone's like, he shouldn't have been doing it. It's like, well, it's a different injury. It's just, it's this is football. It sucks, but guys get hurt. It's the one sport on any given play, any body, any body part can shatter, break, or dislocate. For, for no other reason than just like kind of random, got in the wrong spot. People are doing what they're supposed to be doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like perfect fundamentals. Yeah. You, you do what you I, – I bet, too, is like I, I've made that move a million times and got away from a guy or had a guy fall on me, and I felt fine. So, uh, in three months, he'll be able to begin athletic activity again. Schefter tweeted, by the spring, he'll be able to resume throwing, they think. Uh, that I, seems a little bullish, I don't know. doesn't it? It does, but I'm no doctor. This is, just, this is via the doctors. Um, the doctors tend to be pretty optimistic. Yeah, I feel well. I don't think. Let's so. say the doctors don't tend to be optimistic. The teams and the agents that report tend to be optimistic. You know when a well, team goes, yeah, that's the. He shattered his right leg. You're like, well, best case three to four weeks. Worst case could be three years. You're like, well, so it's not three to four weeks. They they always do these. Hey, it's four to nine weeks. So you're saying it's actually like four months. You know. Well, but here's what I would say too: is resume throwing is nowhere near ready to prove to NFL teams that nothing will be affected for the next yeah, decade. Yeah, like he right? could run like, a practice. 
Yes, that's different than being ready to play in a game and being ready to take a hit and be, whatever. I, I don't know about you. I do think he was likely to be the number one pick when the NFL draft rolled around. I mean, and I part of the re- I didn't feel that way before the season. Watching Kyler run around has made me feel a little more like that. I'm not saying it couldn't have changed, but I do think we're talking about a guy who had a really good chance, obviously, everyone knows this, to be the number one pick. I think he might have been the number one pick when it all got when it all settled. Well, think if I just spliced the passes he made in the LSU game and you went to your GM and your head coach and you went, well, he was playing with a bum ankle in this game and look at these fucking throws. Right? Just those throws alone would be like, Jesus Christ. I don't know if he's a lock to be the number one pick pre-injury, but I feel pretty confident he was a locked top five pick. You know, sometimes like when Darnold went Yeah, three, maybe Chase Young would have gone yeah, one. I mean, th- he was going to yeah. go super, super high. Now, if I told you he had, instead of dislocated his hip, which I think is throwing a lot of us off because we don't feel confident talking about it, because I don't, you just kind of reading what doctors say, and I can't, there, there's nothing for me to base off. Well, these seven players responded to this. Well, think about every conversation we've had. It's like, well, based on the injury that the guy had in 1989, this is a problem. Yeah. Like, when do you ever well, talk? It, like, no one it ever says happen. anything. Like, like if, I, if I had told you he had torn his ACL, would he have been infinitely better tearing his ACL just for the way people look at this than t- dislocating yeah. his hip? Because I got a DM the other day from a guy who, just based off his Instagram picture, looked like in his early 30s, said he had it happen to him. And said, you can recover. The problem is the arthritis and just the pain that comes years later. And he's like, it, it, for me, it was five and six years later. If I go to the gym, if I go on a hike, sometimes the next day, I'll just feel it. It, it gets really, really stiff, really, really sore. And I think anytime you have major surgery, sometimes the arthritis or just the pain comes in. Now, this guy's really young. Uh I just think there's a huge unknown. And there is an element, if you were a general manager, I I think with the ACL injuries, if it's a clean ACL, the doctors can give you the thumbs up like he's going to be okay. But you you can also make a pretty educated guess, right? You're like, well, this guy, if he comes back, his game was already predicated on something different. And I'm just talking about any player. You know, if like Todd Gurley, I think he's going to be fine. And they were right. He was fine. Well, it turns out it just – it ended up creeping back up on him, and he never even got re-injured. But they made an educated guess, and for the most part, they were right. And I think for, you know, really the guy that kept missing on ACL injuries, which he'd say, it was just like, God damn, I, I got unlucky, would be bulky. Because most guys that tear their ACL do come back in, in college, right? It's one thing to tear your ACL when you're like an eight-year pro, and you maybe you're never going to be the same. But when you're 21, I, I think they come back. But in this injury, right. if you're the general manager, let's say let's say you're the Chargers GM or the Dolphins GM, and your doctor is telling you, I, I think this guy's going to be okay. Like, I, I'm pretty sure. If I have to give you a probability like 80-20, well, you're already getting probably less of a probability from your doctor than you definitely would off an ACL when he's like, it's like 98-2. You know, he's going to be okay. You just have to factor in. You're not going to be able to use this guy until the next year. Do you want all that? But he's going to be okay. This one is like, yeah, I'm pretty confident he's going to be okay, but I can't, like, stake my career on it. So then you're a GM. You're like, well, I'm not a doctor, so I can only base it on what he's telling me. He's telling me this percentage. 
which is way lower than just your typical broken leg or torn ACL or sometimes shoulder injuries or whatever, I I think it's going to be a very nerve-wracking decision for any decision maker. I'd even argue this, like, like a Belichick. Let's say Brady comes signs a one-year deal after this season. Is it worth it for you to like risk? Let's say he's fallen because everyone's kind of freaking out. It's like let's say the doctors are saying by the time the combine happens, because let's use this hypothetical because this I'd say is possible. He goes to the combine, gets checked, word gets out. It's like fifty-fifty. He may never be the same. That would freak everyone out, and then his agent would go on, you know would try to counter it with like, that's not true, but it, it, that would be true in NFL circles. Would you say he'd probably fall out of the first round then? Like, yeah, I, I think the bill of health for him, like what, because if it's like 90-10, it would be worth the risk. If we get to like under 70, I, I think that risk for a first rounder, even though he plays quarterback, is pretty extreme. You know, look look at Saban when they didn't sign Drew Brees. He all he did was just go off. The doctor's like, "Yeah, shoulders never gonna be the same." Saban's like, "I liked him better than Dante Culpepper." What was I supposed to do? The doctor's an idiot. That, that's what makes these decisions tough. It's not like if you're a CEO and you're just acquiring a business, you're just going based off like the Excel spreadsheet. This one, you're basing your decision off something you don't really know anything about, and that guy is just convincing you one way or the other. That that is what makes being a GM hard when it comes to injury acquisitions, right? You are, it's somewhat out of your control, just the knowledge on what it is. You're based off your trainer and your doctors are telling you. That's why you got to hack the system like Jerry and have your doctor do the surgery. But even then, I, I bet, wouldn't you imagine that that doctor did talk to a lot of people and was just like, yeah, it was a pretty intense surgery. Because even, he has drop foot. Still, he just overcome it. Yeah. I mean, part of this too is how good do you think he's going to be? Right? Do you think he's a general? Do you think he's a Pro Bowl? Well, let, let's assume that everyone, the the general consensus okay. thought he was a lock top five pick. He was going to be a really good NFL player because I, I do think most people I talk to hold the guy held the guy in really high esteem. This is a curveball though, because again, it's yeah. th- there's just a huge element of unknown. Like if you were a GM, would you start doing a bunch of your own research on this? But wouldn't that just kind of clap? Like how confident would you be even studying stuff like this? You know. Yeah, I mean, you would not get away in your press conference with, you know, I did a lot of reading on hip injuries. That can't be your number one reason when you go to the media to tell them you drafted When you say the guy. number one reason is... I did a lot of reading. I did read some journals. The number one reason would be our doctors felt very, very confident. What else would you be able to say? Because like, you couldn't put your... You're not a doctor. Yeah, and really what matters is how they... What they... you Because... Even if your doctors told you it was 60-40, you probably wouldn't tell the media it was 60-40. But I don't think you draft them high if it's 60-40. No, I know. I'm just saying the only way, the only thing you say is we think he's got a good chance to figure it out. Because didn't even when they drafted Jalen Smith, for example, In the which was a, at the time, I mean, a devastating injury, remarkable what he's accomplished. They even were like, yeah, this is we're kind of swinging for the fences on this one. We had inside information. We're still, he's going to need the year off. They were keeping their fingers crossed. It didn't feel like Dallas was like, we, we schooled everybody. <laughs> we fooled you idiots. No, I was like, yeah, we're hoping. We're taking the year off. We'll see. And then, Yeah, but think about this. They drafted him at what number? That was top half yeah, of the I think second it was like, round. Yeah, top between like 32 and 40. Round. It was high in the second round. Am I, it, and he's not a quarterback. 
and it was not 80-20, right? It was at best 50-50? I'm pretty sure, Is that I'm what it pretty felt sure like? their draft was uh, was Zeke, Jalen Smith, and Dak in the same draft, but I might not be 100% sure on that. If that's true, that's insane. They didn't sign the offensive lineman that fell out of the draft that year, did they? That was the next year. Guy, their draft in 2016, Zeke, Jalen Smith, Dak Prescott. Oh, Jalen Collins? Yeah, uh, was it Jalen or like Lyle? Lyle Lyle Collins. That was before that. I think that might have been the year before. That was 15. So they've had a pretty good run of player acquisition. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was fifteen. But but John, was it fifty? What was it with? What was it with Jalen Smith? Was it sixty forty, fifty fifty? But I'm I think the saying. Cowboys were even saying it was fifty fifty. But we felt comfortable with the doctor. We still. But but you you do that right. in the second round, not the first. Yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, this is a quarterback now. So if you're at the end of the second, if you're at the end of the first round and you're Bill, you're going. Well, he's someone's going to do the. Someone's going to take him at thirty eight. This is my shot. I think it's sixty forty, but this if it hits, like this guy is the quarterback of the future. Yeah, if it's bad, like if it's not the ninety percent and closer to the fifty, someone still might trade up and take a huge swing with like their second for you know trade up from middle of the second round to the end of the first round, just take a swing on it. Especially if their draft board is like, I'm not drafting anybody I love anyway. But. Maybe it's somebody who otherwise would have traded but, back. But like again, Seattle, guy, like you, you get uh, you'll get credit. Like, oh, the value. <laughs> Remember the Niners, Ruben, the value. And now it's different. But when it doesn't work out, it's still a shitty pick. Because I, I can think of countless ones off the top of my head. Howie Roseman got a lot of credit for Sidney Jones, and that backfired. So you you take these injury guys, and we've just seen a ton of them here in the Bay, just because Balky did like ten in a row. It, it does feel like for every Jalen Smith, there's like five, you know, uh, Tank Carradines. Or L- Lattimore was more extreme, and he went in the fourth round. And I, I think yeah. they – everyone's like, he's never going to play in the NFL. And Balky's like, I don't care. I'm still going to take him, right? That, that was more extreme. I think it happens a lot in the second round. An ACL guy or a, a Achilles guy, for the first time now, a, a severed hip guy, you know – I. To me, second round feels about right. Like his, I can't like top ten with a hip. Can you see that? Unless everyone's like it was perfect, no. and he's fine, which doesn't feel like that's going to be the case. I'd be surprised. I'd be pretty surprised. So, I do. What What are the odds right now? You think he's a first round pick? Hundred fifty percent, or you still think he could be end of the without first knowing round? anything on the hip? I'd I'd probably still lean. 51 49 is a first round pick. Just like you said, the, the 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 element and the variable that's just it, he is a quarterback, right? So if he is a functional quarterback cuz there are going to be conversations in the teams that are bullish on him. Well, they said Drew Brees would never play again. They said this guy would never play again and he does, right? It's happened before. And that's where I think that's I think, where I think uh, teams freak out because the doctor medically you know, cancels a guy. And I bet Saban's doctor at Miami was like a pretty accomplished doctor, right? 
I bet at the time when he did it, that guy was the smartest guy in the room. And ever since, he'd probably be like, well, I don't know. Maybe yeah, I, I fucked up. Maybe he didn't even fuck up. Just off the information I've had that I, I didn't think he would be able to do it. I don't know. But I think teams also look that, well, we've seen a lot. We can't, we, we've, you know, canceled guys off our draft board in the past, and we've been wrong. And that's where I think as a GM it gets really difficult because you know nothing about medicine, really. You, you don't know anything about it. Now, I think you learn with experience and being around it. You're just you're talking with doctors and trainers a lot. But there is just a huge unknown that you don't... Like, you can quantify when you're watching tape how fast a guy is or when you're talking to a guy, like, how wired he is. But that, the, the medical stuff is... It, it's like the IT guy at work. They just... They got a built-in advantage. They just know shit you don't know. <laughs> they got you by the balls. And you're just... Luckily for... The, if they want to read all your emails, yeah, they can read they all your check emails. check your text message, you are fucked. You better be nice to that guy because he could, he could put out an egg Twitter account and just screw you. Where the doctor, you just... I think you've seen it as a human yourself, right? These guys help you. They help your players. You trust them, but you know that they're not... They're not batting a thousand. And that's where I would imagine, like, it would be fascinating to know, were any of the guys bulky picked over the years players that the doctors told him it wasn't a good idea and he kind of went rogue? Right. Because I'd imagine one of the or, four or five, or, just th- they, they gave him a percentage that was low and he's like, I'm going to take the risk. Yeah, but it's also like a value proposition, like... We don't think it's a good. We don't think the value's good, or we don't think it's likely that this player recovers. But then he's sitting there in the fourth round. He doesn't like anybody else, and he goes, "Well, let's take a shot on the thirty percent." I'm going in eyes wide open that this is a thirty percent success rate. But if it hits, it's going to be great. You just do that with half your roster. It's I a think problem. the other issue is, guy, like when you miss on a character guy, like a Ruben Foster, or you acquire an Antonio Brown, you get shit for it. But the player gets a lot of shit for it, too. Like, God, the guy just couldn't keep his shit together. Like, what is wrong with that individual? Now, you shouldn't acquire him, but this is the big leagues. You know, the guy's got to be a grown-up. I think the scary thing with injured guys, and this happened to Balky a couple times, they never even play. Like, there is a chance, worst-case scenario, Tua never plays football again. So you draft a guy in the first round. It's one thing to, like, it sucks, but you had to cut Reuben Foster because he got arrested on a road trip when he was your starting middle linebacker. <laughs> There's another that Tua, who's perfect off the, like, not going to be an issue trouble-wise, he just never is able to play because his body never allows it. Like, that yeah. is... The, but you know what Trent Balky would probably say is, like, it's a 50-50 proposition well, that's what anyway. They would, that, if the that, guy's that's not what they hurt. would all say. Yeah. And if he doesn't have red flags... Well, from well, do you know what he'd say, standpoint. too? It's a coin flip no matter what. Wait, so you're what? saying I get him in the second round? It's not even a 50-50 proposition then, guy. It's like a 30-70 right. proposition. So Jerry's like, I was getting a 30-70 proposition anyway. I just drafted a guy that would have been healthy, a top seven pick. So, yeah, I fucking took a, I, I, I took a swing. I took a swing on a guy that was a Pro Bowl player pre-injury. Lock. Now, yeah, he may never play. Or, if he gets back to 60% of it, he's still better than more than likely the guy fully healthy that I would pick. Yeah, you're just dealing with humans. Good luck. So. I hope he ends up in... New England? Yeah. <laughs> That's where I hope he goes. Me too. I don't want the Patriot Dynasty to end. Uh, just, I just want Bill to just be like, you know what? I got no reason to retire. I was watching a little bit of his press conference today. You know, he's... 
where's he gonna go? Like, what, what's he gonna do? He just, I, I, I think what he looks forward to the most, even more than Sundays, I think he looks forward to like Monday afternoon into Tuesday afternoon where he he attacks the plan, like just gets all the players, gets all their coaches, what they like to do, attack every inch of their vulnerabilities. I think that he he lives to me for Monday, Tuesday, and then his Wednesday install meeting with the team. I, I think he likes that as much as he likes game days. Well, first of all, judging from Cougar Linda's Instagram in the offseason, Bill's life is fine. Like, Bill gets his relaxation time. And I was talking to a retired guy the other day. He's like, you don't understand. When you retire, you have to have a plan. You cannot just like, oh, I'm just going to wake up one day and start winging it. It's like, you will get bored so fast. And again, it's not like Bill is not working 365 days in the mines. Like, Bill's, I think his life's pretty good. Like, I just don't see any reason for him. He doesn't have a baby at home that he's got to, missing out on them growing up. Like, that, that part's you, over. Did you see the viral clip on Julian Edelman with Belichick? No. His first year in New England. Like, on his, I guess Julian Edelman did a documentary. And they did an outcut at the end. And they said the first time that he, he said he had spoke, like, three words to Bill. It's like, you know, September in the season. So it was like week four or five. And Edelman, he had made the team as like a seventh round pick, but him and Bill did not talk at all. So Jules was just always on edge. He just knew that New England, you just work hard. And Julian's like, I fucking lived in the facility. I'd be the first guy there beside Brady. I'd be the last guy out. One night, it's like 11 o'clock at night. Julian goes to the weight room to get an extra lift. Belichick's in there on the treadmill, like, you know, doing highlights on uh, with his highlighter pen on paper. Doesn't say any word. Bill kind of looks at him, doesn't even acknowledge him. They just keep working out. Then Julian showers. He's going to go, like, get a cold tub with his knee or something. He goes to the where the cold tubs are. Belichick's in the sauna or the or it might have been the hot tub, ass naked. <laughs> Bill's just sitting there. Doesn't even acknowledge Julian. Julian just gives him the head nod, walks by. Bill gets out ass naked, puts a towel on, walks. About five minutes later, they both have put on their clothes. They're just headed to the parking lot to leave because it's like 11 o'clock at night. And yeah. Julian just, he realized he's got to say something. He's like, well, coach, working late or something. He just throws out something random. And all Bill's response is, it beats being a plumber and doesn't break stride and walks to his car and goes home. <laughs> This was in 2010, so this was... I gotta find yeah, it. It's pretty funny. The, 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 like, the thing that went viral is that Julian saw him naked because he gets out of the, 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 the hot tub, and I think Julian's like, I didn't know you'd go into these things naked. I thought you had to wear, like, pants. <laughs> <laughs> Bill knows whatever the fuck he wants. But I think the, the thing you get out of it is, one, Bill, I mean, is just an... If, if football was crack, Bill's an addict. And he's an addict more. Like, people see the Sunday stuff. Belichick didn't get into this thing 40 years ago to be on TV or to make $12 million a year. That's what, to me, like, there are a lot of coaches that I think got into it, just like in this business that you and I do, getting into it. Are they really in it for the right reasons? Or Bill is in it for the football, you know? And I mean the football football. And I think a lot of the old, like, Pete Carroll, Andy Reid, when these guys got into football – I would imagine if you went through all three of their first jobs, Pete and Bill are the same age. Andy's a little younger. But I think Andy started at, like, San Francisco State, you know, was his first coaching job. Probably paid him, like, nine grand a year. Like, they didn't get into the grind for, like, 
well, I'm going to get an agent and I'm going to make a ton of money and I'm going to be famous, you know? Yeah, I, I think, too, it's because Bill appears miserable at his press conferences. People think he's just, he is miserable, but he is not miserable. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.